Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Writer's Advice Podcast. Now, this episode, we're doing something a little bit different that I know that you are going to absolutely love. And this is an episode for anyone who is writing a book and is already stressed out about the next process. Whether you've decided whether you're self-publishing or you are trying to query or you've already got a book deal, whatever you're doing and you're like, you know what, I need to get myself out there. I need to let myself be seen. I need to get on social media, but actually understand what I'm doing and actually understand who I am. And this year is my year. I'm dying to talk more about this. I'm dying to talk more about marketing. I'm dying to talk more about advertising. I'm dying to give you an absolute blueprint of everything that I went through last year and then everything that I'm replicating again this year so that you guys can be as successful as you want to be, as you want to be. And I mean like dream freaking big, dream big with me and go about the process that I is guaranteed to help you grow. It's helped me grow and it's definitely going to help you grow. And what we are talking about today is PR. Trust me, it is not boring. I have got the OG of book PR on to tell us everything about the difference of PR to marketing and how to pitch ourselves the best. I'm going to have another episode on this more about pitching later on. So if you have any questions in the meantime, make sure to jump on our Facebook. If you've like listened to this podcast and you're like, you know what, I, this is great and I love this, but I have another question, please jump into the writer's advice. Um, Facebook group. I think it's called the Writer's Advice Podcast Community. Go into the Facebook group and ask me as many questions. Hit up my um, personal DMs at Olivia Hillier Author on any socials because I love this conversation. I think that everyone who has the ability to create a great story and is a great storyteller also has the ability to make sure that it gets seen by the people who need to see it. And that is the most important part. Um, when it comes to your art that deserves to be seen, that you know wants to be seen, and it's like really putting your branding in it. And I, oh, to be honest, I'm just gonna zip my mouth because I, there is so much more that I have to share on this. So listen in, love it. Um, let me know all your feedback. If you're on Spotify, you can literally give me feedback straight through the app. Make sure that you press subscribe if you're like, you know what, I do need to put myself out there more, and do need to understand my personal branding marketing, advertising, et cetera, whatever it is, then um, yeah, talk to me because there is so much more coming on this. However, let's get in to this week's episode. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast, everyone. I am very excited because I have Leah Poulos with us today. Now, Leah is the owner of Book Book Publicity School and Press Shop PR, which I am so excited to talk to you about today because we haven't had an episode talking specifically about PR. So thank you so much for coming on today, Leah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for having me. Now, 
Before I get into all things PR, I want to kind of know how you got into this and how you even started Press Shop and then the school and yeah, how it all started for you in the PR world, but then also why you decided to keep it specifically around books. Yeah, so I am one of the few independent book publicists that never actually worked at a publishing house. I got my start working in media. So my first job right out of college back a while ago, back in 1998, um, was in magazines. I spent the next couple years at a really small magazine doing writing, editing. It was a really crazy place, but I got, I feel like 20 years worth of media experience there because it was so short-staffed. I was just doing everything. So I always give that advice to, to people starting out, like get a job at somewhere really small and disorganized because you will learn a lot. Yeah. So that was my start. And then from there, I went on to Condé Nast and worked at Lucky Magazine back in its heyday. And I did a lot of writing for women's magazines. Um, and then I decided I wanted to go freelance. And that was really more just about lifestyle. I was tired of commuting to Times Square every day. So I went freelance. I was a freelance writer for a while. And then I made the switch over. And basically how I made the switch to publicity was after working in magazines, I just found that every time I worked with anybody outside of the magazine world, whether it was for copywriting or whatever I was doing, they always had so many questions about how to get into magazines. Like, how can I get my, my this covered, my store, my restaurant, my play, whatever it is. And it was the kind of thing that after working in, in the magazines as an editor and as a writer, it seemed, it seemed kind of obvious to me because that's what I did every day. And I kind of realized that I had this specialized knowledge from that experience that I could share. So that was sort of the impetus to get into publicity. And from there, I got my first book client sort of by chance. Um, I always loved books and writing and reading. So from there, I just kind of ran with it. I started out working with um, an amazing author named Frank Delaney, who um, he wrote the best-selling book, Ireland. Um, sadly, he passed away a couple years ago, but I worked with him on five books to start. And that was really my, my interest into book publicity. So now I've been doing it for, for many, many years. Um, at first, I was doing it all kind of word of mouth, um, you know, Frank Delaney would tell other people about me. I would meet other people at book events. And then I, from there, I realized I love doing what I am doing. I want to kind of try to grow it. So I decided to make it into more of a company. You know, I didn't want to just have it be all word of mouth and, oh, you should call Leah. Rather, I wanted to have it more of a, a real business. So that was how I started. Um, I took a little bit of time off after my second son was born. I, you know, put together a website and, and from there we began and it's just grown from there. I started out, it was just me. Then my husband, my husband works with me. After a couple of years, he joined um, the company. 
A um, couple years later, we got our first employee, then our second, third. Um, so now we're, we're a team of five full-time book publicists. Um, we also have a couple um, assistants, people that help us with media research. Um, so that's that's sort of the, the the short version of how I got into book publicity. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we do uh, at Press Shop, we work with authors and publishers now to line up as much media attention around the publication of their books. So we are, you know, all day reading the books, writing the pitches, figuring out what kind of media outlets would potentially be interested in covering it, figuring out how to reach readers through media and events. Um, it's really gratifying, always interesting. Um, it's really, it's pretty fast paced. We're always sort of at the intersection of um, media and breaking news and, you know, two different worlds. I mean, I always like to say that being a book publicist, you're really living at this intersection of the media world and the book world. And they are both kind of opaque um, they have their own kind of rules and ways of doing things. They're fast paced. They're kind of weird. So it's a pretty intense place to work, but really, um, really wonderful to be able to support authors and, and make sure that when their book comes out, it doesn't sort of get lost in the mix. It doesn't just come out into this world where we're all completely bombarded with so much information. We really want the book, every book to come out and, and find its readers, find its audience, um, get the attention that, that the author deserves. Yeah, absolutely. I love that analogy of like you being the intersection of the media world and the book world as well, because uh, I mean, I'm sure there's so much that goes on in between where, you know, like cross layers it, where it could go potentially really wrong. But if you really are the intersection of that person, of that that person there, bringing them both together and finding that little outlet or what's hot right now, or how can we find a spin on this? You know, that's like ultimate creativity, which I think is amazing as well. It's like yeah. being able to, yeah, like you said, find its readers. But for anyone listening right now, who's like, say they're um, wanting to be an independent author or, you know, going down the route of putting together their marketing plans, how would you explain PR differently to just general marketing and then advertising as well? So where, where does PR fit in between all that? people who are a bit confused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for publicity versus marketing or advertising, publicity is really more about, you know, it's media that doesn't involve, you're not paying for it. You know, you, it, it's called earned media. You earn it by having a great story, by, by giving the journalists something that they want to cover. So for advertising, everybody knows how that works. You, you pay for something, it shows up in that outlet. Um, marketing is a little bit in between. Usually it has some money component. Maybe it's, you know, a partnership or, you know, the, the lines between marketing and publicity have definitely blurred a bit in the whole new media and social media worlds. Um, but what we work on in publicity and what most in-house publicists at the publishers work on, you know, they're trying to find, um, trying to line up reviews they're trying to line up interviews on radio, podcasts, TV. Um, 
they are getting, you know, maybe a Q&A with the author, maybe it's a feature, maybe it's something in their local paper. So figuring out all the different ways that you can sort of take this book and get coverage. So in that way, publicity is sort of like a puzzle. So because you have to figure out how to get the book and the media to fit together mm-hmm. without, you know, it's, it's easier to fit together when you just can write a check <laughs> you know, when you can just say, okay, this is going to fit together because I'm going to pay $2,000 for a quarter page ad. Um, for publicity, it's really about, you have to come up with the story. You have to give the journalist something that is going to work for them. What they, they need to create content, whether that's interviews or you know, a, a newspaper or whatever it is, they need to, you know, create material that their readers or their listeners are going to be interested in. So you have to find a way to fit your book into that. Yeah, absolutely. And what are some of the best um, publications that you've worked with when it comes to general fiction because I think when you're talking PR too like it's great to spin a story when you're talking non-fiction that's you know simple that's you know putting yourself out there however when it's fiction it's almost like you've got to spin the story on the story and find that exact yeah. book that's going to get people invested so yeah how have you found that and what's um what's the best success you've found with certain publications that way yeah yeah no that's such a good question and you know, fiction, it, it is harder for that reason. Um, fiction, if it's, you know, if it's an author that's well known, then you can kind of go forth with their name. This is their, you know, latest novel. Um, but, and also, you know, if it has a really great um, publisher behind it, but no matter what with fiction, um, you know, it's really important to figure out how to present it to media in a way that they're going to be able to cover it. So this is not, I'm not talking about the book review places. So there's, you know, obviously there's there's far fewer places to get your book reviewed these days than before, but there's still some. So for places like that, they have space to cover fiction. But, but if you're trying to break as a fiction author into, you know, getting radio interviews or, you know, getting a a feature about you or, you know, having someone who's working on a piece um, interview you and quote you in the piece and then have your book in the attribution. For those, you have to, you definitely have to get a little more creative. You have to figure out how to present it to people in a way that it, it gives them something to talk about that will be interesting, even if people haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. So it's much easier to do that for nonfiction than it is for fiction. For fiction, if you haven't read the story, you don't care why Lucy got really angry at Mary or whatever it is. You know, So you need to find the, the pieces that are gonna interest people. You know, like if you think about it, and this is one thing I always I always say is you have to think like a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of a mantra, a mantra of mine. We we talk about it in all of our workshops at Book Publicity School. You have to think about what a journalist needs. So if there's if you want an interview on a radio show or a podcast show, the journalist needs to know that they're going to be able to have an interview with you that is going to interest their listeners. So what topics are you going to be able to talk about? You can't only talk about the plot because if people haven't read the book, you can talk a little bit about it, but you have to find the themes, the ways that people who haven't or aren't familiar with the work 
are going to find interesting. So one thing we do, we do this actually for all of our books, but it's super, super important for fiction, is that when we write our pitches, you know, we have a couple paragraphs pitching the book, but then we also always include a Q&A with the author that we put together. Mm-hmm. And that's really important because you almost want to think, you can almost think of that Q&A as like, it's a little bit of nonfiction for you guys to cover. It's nonfiction about the fiction that I'm actually promoting, but it gives interviewers or journalists something else to chew on, even if they haven't, you know, read the book yet. Yeah, 100%. And I think even the content that's written in that is going to be like, okay, cool. This is how the author is presenting themselves. So this is how, you know, you know that they're able to get to come and not just, just talk about their book, but be able to present everything else that they to the audience as well, which I think is super important. Now, I'm sure you have seen so many changes when it comes to general media and just working in PR yourself. <laughs> I can't imagine like you've you've got to be constantly on top of on top of everything really in the world as well. But in 2024, what are kind of some things that you're seeing that people are consuming differently when it comes to just general media or getting certain messages across that you're trying to help authors with? What kind of um yeah, what are you expecting that way? And also um in the US, like mm-hmm. I'm in Australia, but the majority of my audience, and I'm sure I would say that this is most people. I, I don't want to talk to every for everyone, but most people's audience, even just due to general population, is in the US. Like that is that is where a lot of book sales are going. So being in an election year that changes, you know, the whole media scape again. What are you kind of expecting mm-hmm. to see when it when it comes to that? And trying to get your message across. Yeah. <laughs> well, expecting lots of wine, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's see. I mean, I think, you know, the, it definitely continues that that everybody's attention is so scattered. Media is so unbelievably fractured. Um, so, you know, and this has been going on for years. It is a continuation that, you know, pe- because people get their information from so many different places, you really have to be in a lot of different places. It used to sort of be okay if you got a couple big hits in your space and then, you know, maybe it was an excerpt in a great online outlet, a radio interview and a great review. You might be like, okay, this was great. I covered these bases. Okay, done. Um, You just can't do that anymore because every place, you know, the... Even the biggest hits, they have fewer listeners, they have fewer readers because people are pulled in a million different directions. So you really want to think about, you know, your readers and where all the places they are getting, um, getting their information. Maybe it's on like this cluster of podcasts and these online places and a couple sub stacks and, you know, yes, these radios and all, all the things that you may have stopped, you know, those, those big hits, but you just want to go and make sure you're in a lot of different places and you want to really niche down. So that is super important. It's always been important. I think in an election year, and in our current media environment, even more so, is that you need to find everybody, the, the way people consume media is, is much more, you know, it's siloed. Everybody, you can pick what you want to listen to much more 
directly than before. It's not like a lot of your intake is whatever happened to be on the radio when you hop in the car. It's no, it's your favorite podcast cues and the episodes within that that you decided to want to listen to. So you really want to drill down on where your audience is and getting that message that's really going to speak to them. Um, so I think that's always important, even more so now, even more so in an election year, because yes, there's going to be a lot of attention spent on Donald Trump and, you know, politics, but there's also, people also need to take a break from that. And they, you know, are going to be like, oh, I love, I need to get my like literary fix. I'm going to go over to this podcast. So that's a really important thing to keep in mind. Yeah, 100%. And I love how you said niche down. I think even just like focusing on that, if anyone who's listening into this right now, it's like, okay, cool. Where is your target market at? Where are those little places? Is that where you're hanging out? You know, Hannah, how can how can you get into those places as well to get yourself seen, which I I absolutely love. I think that's just a huge thing to, once people start thinking about that, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Let things start to come together, which yeah. I love. Awesome. Definitely. And it makes it easier too, because it's easier if you have a book with a certain theme and then there's this podcast that covers this theme, it's much easier. You know, you have less competition because that's what they want to cover. Absolutely. So. Now, please tell me what is book publicity school? Tell us all about this. I need to, I need to know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so like I was saying at the beginning, we've been, Press Shop has been around for a while now. At Press Shop, we do full media publicity campaigns. So for a really long time at Press Shop, I have just been really wanting to figure out how to work and support more authors. At Press Shop, we, because our campaigns are so intensive, we don't have a space to, to take on uh, too many. You know, we spend hundreds of hours on every campaign. So what that means is that we have to turn down a ton of projects. Um, and also um, a lot of authors that we want to work with, it doesn't make sense for them to do a campaign like that. You know, the doing a full media campaign, it's, it's pricey. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It therefore costs a lot and it's not for every author. Um, but for I've always wanted to figure out how we can bring more authors into the fold. We know that there's advice and resources and guidance and insights that we can share with a wider range of authors than we are able to work with at Press Shop. So that's that's how book publicity started. It was sort of this little itch in the back of my brain for a long time. And then last year, we, we put it into practice. Um, we launched workshops um, and basically launched the school where we offer a couple different programs. And the idea is it's a, it's bringing all of the expertise that we've gleaned over the years at Press Shop to authors at a much, much lower price point. Mm -hmm. So we're able to um, just support authors in this, in, in ways we're not, you know, we're not doing the outreach at at Book Publicity School, we are telling authors what they can do, how they can best support their books. So there's a lot I can say on this. First of all, um, publishers, you know, these days, it's so much falls to the author, so mm -hmm. much falls to the author to promote their own book, 
It's just the way the industry works now. Publishers acquire books if they think that the author has a big platform and is going to promote the book a lot. Um, and they rely on the authors to do that. So what that means is that authors then are put thrown into this situation, sort of going back to what I started talking about, where I was talking about working at the intersection of books and media, but then basically in this environment now, authors are sort of thrown right into that same space, but they don't know how it works. Some of them do, but most authors are like, especially if it's their first book, they're like, I don't know exactly what to expect from my publishing house, what the timelines are, when I need to be doing what, what to expect of my in-house publicist, what not to expect from my in-house publicist, how can I support my in-house publicist, what kind of social media should I do, what kind of social media should I absolutely not waste my time doing, like, they are thrown into this really intense space and sort of told, okay, go promote your book. So, so at, at our workshops at Book Publicity School, sharing, like demystifying it and just like sharing, like this is what the timeline of this world, this is how you do it. This is what you should send to um, you know, a producer. This is what you should definitely not do. This is what you need on your website. Um, this is how you can talk about your book in a way that's that's really compelling that will make journalists want to cover it. Um, and don't do this. So you know, so we're it's a lot of a lot of things like that. We also have online groups where we're giving feedback. People, um, you know, will write up their pitch after our um, workshops about how to how to create press materials, and then we can give feedback. Um, so it's been going really well. It's really, it's really fun. The authors are finding it really, really useful. Um, we do a six week course. We do a six month, um, coaching program. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds honestly amazing because it, I feel like too, once you perfect your pitch, like what you can reuse that for in just all, like all of your PR, marketing, advertising, just really knowing exactly how to sell, which like you said, it's completely different. If someone's just in the creative pool, I wrote this book, okay, how to sell it. You've got to think about, you know, you've got to, it's, yes, it's still creative, but it's business brain, right? You, it's not about you anymore. It's about everyone else. So I think that like a hundred percent, those skills, what you like, once you have those and to build an author career on, I think is amazing. And you're so right. So many publishers nowadays, it's a completely different industry. It is so much on on the author. So I absolutely love that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So give us yeah. how many, what kind of workshops are there? Give us a little bit of a rundown if someone wants to kind of get into it, where, yeah, where will they find it? Or right, also yeah. press shop, how if someone wants to be like, you know what, I think it's time to time to work yeah. with the publishers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Book Publicity School is, is very easy to find. It's bookpublicityschool.com. Um, and so there we have our six-week workshop. We run those you know, maybe four to six times a year. Um, our next one starts in a couple weeks, January 24th. Um, and that's six weeks. It's, you know, we go through a lot of, like, pretty much, it's called, we call it the six week intensive. Uh, it's a lot of information, but it's really like, okay, my book publication is coming. I feel stuck. I don't know what to do. This is like, let us tell you all everything you need to do and know 
and also give you that feedback of like, okay, this, this piece is not for you. You know, don't spend your time thinking about this. You should focus here. Yeah. Um, so that's our six week um, book publicity intensive. Um, so yeah, January 24th is the next one. And then the next one will probably be in March. Um, and then we do our six month uh, strategy and support program. And that one sort of includes everything from the six week, but then it also has a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with me. So it starts out with a session at the beginning to figure out goals and a roadmap. Um, there's another one in the middle to check in, make sure everything is on, you know, moving along. And then another one at the end. And then we do, um, we have a video library with all sorts of, you know, talking about all sorts of um book publicity, elements of book publicity. We do a bi-weekly um, Ask Me Anything. So that's a really small group. And so as authors are working through the, ro the roadmap that we created, they can come to the workshop and um, I mean, to the Ask Me Anything and, you know, just talk, talk it through like, hey, Leah, you know, you said this and I did this and is this right? And I can look at it and be like, well, yes, that looks awesome. I think there's still a hole in it over here. Um, so that's, that's sort of what our, our, pro, our two main programs are. We're probably going to be expanding, but those are our two main programs right now. Um, and then for, for press shop, everything is at pressshoppr.com. So, um, that's press shop PR with three S's and two P's, as I always say, um, because otherwise people always mistype it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and that's where we do our full campaigns. So all of the information is there um, as well. Perfect. Thank you. I'm so glad you created this school. I think it is so beneficial. Like the amount of people I know that could use this is incredible. So thank you so much for that. But usually I always ask at the end of every podcast, a little bit of advice for writers. So you did say in the courses, there's definitely some things to not do, and there's definitely some things to do when it comes to publicity. Yeah. Can you give yeah. us uh, something that you would say definitely don't do and something that you would say do do? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, where to start? I mean, I guess, you know, I always love the messaging. You know, probably doesn't lend itself to answering that question so concisely, but I think it's so important, that messaging, kind of like you were just saying, Figuring out how to talk about your book and creating that language that you're going to use, like you said, in all different contexts. When you email, you know, if you see a festival that would be great for you, you're going to use it. You're going to share it with your publisher so that they can use it. You're going to use it when you post about it. Nailing that down early and is really something that every author should do. And like you also said, it does really require a mindset shift for authors because you've been working in writing as a solitary endeavor. You're in your, you know, maybe for years or decades, you've been working on this book and now it comes time to explain it to people. Like literally in three seconds, you need to figure it out when you're emailing, like for media outreach, it needs to be so quick. So that is a real challenge. So I always say that, you know, you should really just talk about it and write, write about it to a lot of different people. One exercise we do is that if you're going to try and write your description, try, try writing it as an email instead of in a Word document. And what that does is it forces you to think of an audience. It's not you writing in the same thing that you've been writing your book. Sort of make write in an email to somebody, like think about who it's to, 
and write an email to them about your book. And it sort of forces you into that mindset of like, oh, I'm not just thinking about this in my head. I am, I'm talking to this person and I need to make it legible, compelling, and just amazing. And I need to do it pretty quickly because nobody can pay attention at all anymore. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that putting that into an email as well. That's a really smart way of like, okay, it does. It makes you think that you're actually talking to someone. So. Yeah. That's I mean, really so smart. many times, like, well, I'll write an email. Like if I'm writing something or a pitch in a Word doc or a Google doc, and then I put it over in an email and then I'm like, oh, you know what? That doesn't, that doesn't, oh, I don't like the sound of that. I wouldn't say that. Um, so it's a really useful exercise for, for authors. Um, and then I would say the thing, the don't from from that is you know don't get too close to publication without nailing that down like do that practice it do it talk to people talk to different people within your target readership but you want to talk to a lot of different people because when you do you also will see what lands for other people you know if you're talking about your book and to somebody and their eyes kind of glaze over and they're like oh is it raining well, maybe that's not the best way to talk about your book if you come up with a really funny anecdote and about your book and everybody responds, oh, maybe that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. So, you know, doing that early is important. I love that. I love that so much. It's like anything you're talking about. If you, if you have one sentence that makes people, like I said, talk to people, makes people's eyes just look up like that you like that's when you want to nail it it's like okay cool now I've got them in like <laughs> I love oh, that so much that is so good yeah oh my gosh Leah you have shared okay. so much goodness with us today so thank you so much now I will put all the show notes I will put in the show notes everything for book publicity school so everyone can go and check it out as well as pressure PR and yeah choose your adventure because I feel like it's very very important also like there's an overload of information when it comes to media now too right so it's making sure that you know you know exactly rather than wasting your time know exactly where and how to do things so I love that exactly well thank you so much it's been such a pleasure talking to you thank you so much Leah bye-bye